Hello, my fearless resellers. This is Melissa Whalen. Thank you so much for joining me. This podcast talks about how to fearlessly dive deep into the worlds of reselling, making sure that you are coming out ahead and profitable as much as you can, and just discussing different things we can do to enhance the customer's experience and also make it easier for you. So today we're going to talk about feedback, um, feedback on all platforms. It's becoming a important thing on Amazon, eBay, Mercari, um, even Facebook marketplace. So I feel like it's something that we should discuss. And I'll tell you my experience uh, when I first started. It was I was so I was so nervous about getting negative feedback that I would do basically anything to make sure that the customer um, wouldn't leave me negative feedback if I did for some reason make a mistake. And as I've grown and have expanded my business and have expanded platforms, I've come to really appreciate that customers do do give you very honest feedback and I have almost perfect feedback um, but I have gotten some negative reviews and I've learned to take those as exactly that as a learning experience um, where I can improve on my customer service and I'm no longer afraid to get them actually I don't even think about negative feedback as much as I used to because I'm so focused on really just making sure that I'm being as professional as I can to my customers and doing what I can do and controlling my controllables as far as shipping out in time, responding to customers that are asking questions, thanking customers for shopping with me and writing them feedback. Um, and that's really, if you provide those things and you also control your controllables through shipping um, shipping very carefully and packaging well. And making sure that when you're describing an item on, um, on your platform that you're calling out every flaw that there could possibly be. I almost even think sometimes it's better to not downplay your item. I don't want to say that because if you have something great, you should make sure you're telling the customer it's great. But almost... Don't oversell something that is going to disappoint a customer just to make a sale. So if I have, like I sell jewelry. So sometimes I come across these great vintage pieces that have such bad wear on them. They're missing rhinestones or they're really tarnished or they have, um, they're missing the, like the gold plate over them. And, but there are really, but if they were in mint condition, they, these pieces could sometimes bring hundreds of dollars. I'm not going to chase the hundreds of dollars if my condition's poor. If I were to fix that item up myself now and, and resell it, well, then I would have to also write that in the, the comments, but that might make me a little bit more money, but actually sometimes a lot more money, especially if you can replace rhinestones. But um, if, the plate is lo- if the plate loss is bad, that's something that's really hard to, to fix. So, but it can be done, but it just is, it's got to be professional looking. 
So I guess my point of this is making sure that you are really calling out flaws and putting the item in the customer's hand. So they, when they receive the item, they know that they are getting exactly what you described and not trying to oversell something just to make the sale is, I think, so important. Um, and sometimes I'll be the first to admit, I rush, I do so many listings in a day, like I set these achievable lately goals, but sometimes I'm going through them way too quick and I'm not, I feel like I could do better at calling out every single, like just taking, even if it's, even if it's not calling out every single flaw, taking such detailed and up close and uh, all angled photos that the customer can see clearly like what they're going to be getting and making sure the lighting's a hundred percent correct. And I do that, but I just feel like I could do a couple more. And so I feel like if you could take anything from what I'm saying is just make sure that you're open and honest with the customer, you're providing good feedback, you're providing good communication, and um, and and if you do all those things, you're controlling your controllables. Another thing is, um, and I can tell you from Amazon, I sell books on Amazon, and they're very... Um, customer service focus, as we all know, we all, most of us probably buy on Amazon. Um, And when you are a seller on Amazon, if you don't provide, if you don't provide these certain guidelines of customer service, they'll, they'll yank you as a seller. And I guess feedback on eBay would be the same thing. Like if you get a certain amount of negative feedbacks, eBay is going to not bump your algorithms as highly. You could potentially get suspended if your account drops to below standards so there are things that, but I mean, if you are doing everything I said, then you shouldn't be getting these uh, defects on your account. Another thing is making sure that you have enough items on your account so that if you do happen to get a negative review, then it's not going to hold as much weight. So if you have, I think, like over a hundred items, I think if you get one negative review, I think you're it would drop you to ninety nine percent. But well, every time you get a negative after that, it's going to keep dropping. So if you get if you sell a thousand items and your feedback's a thousand, it's going to be way less and less. And 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 so when you get up to the, I think I have fifteen thousand feedbacks right now for the year. Um, if you have so if I get a negative. Um, it's not going to hold really any weight at all. And I'll be sitting at 99.9% for some time. So, but there are some times when we get negative feedback that um, you can have them removed. If the customer is abusive or is using feedback extortion, so feedback extortion, I think sometimes people think anything's feedback extortion and it's just not the case. Feedback extortion is that a customer demands, let's say a free, I want to return this, but I'm not shipping it back to you. And if you don't refund me now and give me my money back this second, I will leave you negative feedback. That's feedback extortion. The customer is demanding that in order for them to not leave you negative reviews or negative feedbacks, that you have to you have to do it as they say, and that's just not the way policy works on eBay. Um, if they do that, then you can call E and they let's say they let's say they eventually leave you a negative review after saying something like that because you don't cave. Let's say you say, well, but let's hi, thank you very much for reaching out to me. 
But um, my my policy is I will take this. Oh, you know, I'm sorry, you're not happy. I will take this item back for a refund once I receive the item back in its current condition. Um, and I will have no problem returning uh, or accepting the return. Now, let's say that you say something very professional like that, and they then say, well, I'm leaving you negative feedback then. And then they send the item to you and leave you negative feedback. Well, you can have that removed because they still are leaving you negative feedback in spite of, because you didn't basically do as they said. So they followed through with their extortion, right? So uh, it doesn't happen often, and let's stay positive, but if sometimes this happens, these things can be removed. Sometimes people will just leave you a negative feedback because they didn't like the item and that's not feedback extortion. And you know what? If they don't like your service or like that, like there's nothing you can do to have it removed. Like learn to do better, I guess. Sometimes you just don't even know why they left you a negative feedback. You know, they won't provide any feedback. They'll just write you one one star and then they'll just write like a thumbs down and you're just like, why? Like, I don't understand. What did I do? Uh, but I'll tell you, 99.9% of my um, feedback that I've gotten from customers comes through the form of an email. So if a customer's pissed at me for doing something or they're not happy with an item or whatever, they usually write me an email like, hey, I'm not happy, blah, 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 blah. What can we do? And I can work it out with ever, never having it go to a, a negative feedback. But there are cases that a customer just doesn't feel comfortable enough to maybe message you, so they just go straight to that or whatever. Sometimes people just have bad days. Um, but I will tell you that as important as feedback is, it should not hinder you from selling. It shouldn't be your focus. If you get a negative review, it's not the end of the world. Just dissect it, learn from it, and move on. Keep listing. Stay positive. And for every, you know what, like, even the person, even those people out there that sell like a million items a year and they have like a thousand feet negative feedbacks a month, look at all those positives. There's some of these guys are getting like 200,000 positive reviews a month. Why focus on that thousand negative? Like, if you're selling at that high of a volume, you probably have a team of people. You can hire great people, but you can't micromanage every single person. So there are other factors that ha- start to happen when you start to increase your volume that sometimes you you can control most things, but you can't control people, right? We can train, we can teach, but we can't control human beings because they're humans. Like this is just not, that's just not what we can do and no company can do it. So you know, every experience for every single person is different. And um, we just need to learn what we can control in the situation and try to work on that. I hope today was inspiring and made you less fearful uh, about feedbacks and negative feedback specifically. And I hope you guys get out there, kick some butt, sell as many things as you can. And we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys.